Howdy, 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 listeners. This is your host, Chuck Tuck. Today, Al Land and myself, we talk about kids and entitlement. Uh, we kind of veered off the subject a little bit, but we tried to stay with that entitlement subject. So our conversation kind of started earlier in the week when we started talking about kids. Neither one of us have any kids, but the fear of, you know, what's going to make a child become better? So listen, if you have any comments, please call in on the hotline at 425-998-8251. Again, the podcast hotline is 425-998-8251. Also, please do us a favor. Please like and share this podcast. And if you would like, I would love if you rated it with five stars. Anything you do really just helps out the channel. All right, so thanks, and without further ado, let's jump right into it. Yes, today we're really going to talk about what? Those damn kids and uh, entitlement. So, I mean, you and I were talking about it during the week. Um, who's to blame? Is it the kids? Is it the parents? When did it all begin? Society. Society. Uh, were we kind of in agreement when we thought it began? It, it's not. It's not our generation, and you put it really good where you're talking about our parents' generation were, what, uh, um, More they corporal. were spanked? Yeah, they have corporal punishment. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and so they they knew what the outcome was going to be if you did something wrong. Um, and then I got spanked. Yep, I got too. spanked. Yeah. So, but it seems like some somewhere along the line, the generation, not our kids, right? Or did it start with our kids? I thought it's, I would think it, I thought it started with our kids, not, yeah. not yours and mine. Yeah. Cause I don't have any. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> but so we can talk our about friends, our friends <laughs> who have kids. <laughs> so. No, I would think it would be the generation after us is what I feel. It seems like, um, I don't know. It just seems to me that the less there is um, a consequence, the more people skirt that edge of um, everybody's a winner. Everybody's entitled to something, which they are, but they have to work for it. Right. I mean, when I'm, I'm thinking even going back into elementary, when we had field day, you know, when there was such thing as field day at the end of the year and you had competitions. There was first, second, and third. Right. Now, red. Uh, no sorry, one else. A blue ribbon, a red ribbon, and I think was it a white ribbon for third? I think so. Um, but, but that was it. Yeah. Everyone else was were losers. That's that's right. They were called winners and losers. They had to try harder. <laughs> so, and, and it really gave you something to you know strive for. Right. You can you could flunk third grade and go for that blue ribbon again. Yeah, try for it. Get a scholarship. Or, yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you but, focused on something, I think if you focused on something and then you you uh, worked very hard for it, you sh you deserve a reward. But if you focus on something and you don't work hard for it, I don't believe you should get that reward. Yeah, I I I mean I agree one hundred percent. But it's how did it start with. Not our kids, but our friends' kids' generation. 
you know who you are out there. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. But how 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 did it start? I mean, is it because they were spanked or they were punished and they said, I'm not going to ever do that to my kids when I grow up? Yeah, I think, I don't know. There's probably a happy medium, I think, if you, um, I don't think you need to wail on your kids. Um, I think you need to get their attention, whether it's um, looking them straight in the eye or what have you, you know, settling them down. I, it, you know, it's easy, it's easy for me to talk because I don't have kids, but, um, and uh, it's it's harder when you're interacting with some another person. But uh, I think you need to get those kids' attention. It, it It is hard, I think, to probably parent if you are more of their friend than that you are their parent. Um, I think you do have to do have to be their parent. Yeah, I, I mean, that's that is an absolute, at least in my book. But I, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out what was that transition where I mean, how did it happen? Because our friends, our age, um, we were oh, lucky you. We they we we were punished with the spanking. We were sent to our rooms. Um, you know, we were told if you do something. You're going to pay the price, the consequence. But then our our friends, I'm just going to use it as a general, our friends' kids, I would have. I would think that if, if I had a child, I would do the same thing. I'd say there are consequences. If you break the rules, there are consequences. Mm-hmm. But why is it that so many kids, um, well, how did it start? What was that transition from our age to our age friends' kids, what, what happened there? Did they loosen up a little bit? Because was it our friends saying, you know what, I'm not going to punish my kids uh, the way I was punished. I'm going to treat my kids a little bit different. And then, so we treated them a little bit different. And then all of a sudden, that next generation, that next generation then would end up being, what, like in the mid-20s-ish or something like that. Um, then... They became the, well, their kids really became the really entitled. I mean, right. but um, I, I guess I'm still just trying to figure out how did it, where did it change? Where did it go wrong? Right. Well, I think it, maybe I, from what I remember growing up and um, I don't think my parents negotiated with me and I think. Um, parents now negotiate with their kids, you know, they talk, they discuss things to them. It may be healthy. I don't know, but it just doesn't seem like it's, uh, a lot of it isn't working and, uh, and it might be our fault. It might be, well, it would be our, our issue. Um, because when we were growing up, we did, we went outside, there's everything, anything you wanted to do, you had to do it yourself. You had the imagination, you had to run outside then we, our generation, started creating things that um, kept us in the house. And I, and our generation before us started creating video games, started creating all this other stuff. So when you start putting a kid in a room, they have a lot more to do in that room than we used to have uh, to do. So they can entertain themselves. And then they're, they're pretty much happy staying inside that room or not going outside because that's what they do normally anyway. But uh, when you start... Uh, turning off those um devices um you're you're actually impacting yourself as well and i think that's 
it, I think it gets harder because you, now you're impacting your, your entire life at that point. Okay. Um, I'm still trying to figure out where and how that change came about. But, I mean, we know what the result is now because that's what you're talking about. That's what we're talking about is um, all, that almost total entitlement where, uh, you know, it started out with the, every kid's a winner. Um, there, are no, there are no losers. And then, like you mentioned, uh, parents became their child's best friend. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember those when growing up. Those houses, there were a lot of parties at those houses. Oh, my child <laughs> the is parent. my friend. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I, I, I do too, but because I, I remember going to these parties as a junior high school, and there was alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's free reign. You get to do anything that you want. Parents were up. Uh, pa- the parents were upstairs. However. The parent, the parents, this guy, we'll just call him John. That's his real name. <laughs> um, his parents were like the coolest parents, and they stayed upstairs. They actually provided alcohol, and that started in junior high, went in, into the point where we were 16 and driving. However, they said, here's the consequences. If you drink, first of all, Key goes in the basket. I can't remember his basket, but there's no driving once you start. That was number one. But even prior to that, there was no fighting. Um, there was no um, um, uh, fighting was the big thing. Okay. So there's no fighting. And, you know, if you need something, we're upstairs. You come and let us know. But they allowed their son and we, you know, we went to the party. We got to do whatever we want. But the parents never, never once do I ever recall them uh, referring to their son as my friend or he's my friend. You're my son. And these are the responsibilities that you have. And if your friends are going to partake, you're all responsible for your actions. And here are the rules. And that were the rule. You know, the rules were the rules. We couldn't break them. Right. Otherwise, we knew what the consequences were. You wouldn't get any more alcohol. They're going to. Yeah, that and which meant that they were taking us to our parents. Yeah, and it's like, uh, my parents don't know I'm drinking, so I will behave. <laughs> and they were fine with your parents not knowing they were drinking. Well, they were. Weird, we were then. supposed. We were supposed to say yes. They know what we're doing. <laughs> well, that's what we said. You're sure. <laughs> And I want to, you know, I'm sure they knew that we didn't tell our parents. Yeah. So you were in what? So you were what? 13, 14? Uh, yes. And uh, then they would have probably been in their 30s. 14. Like 14. Yeah. Um, been in their 30s? They were a little bit older, I think, as parents. Okay. So maybe the late, late 30s. Um, you know, you know how hard it is to tell when we were 13 going, ah, that person might've been, they looked like they were 60, but you know, they were probably 35. So they were figuring it out as well. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I guess we'll let the cat out of the bag. I mean, we're in our other side of the 50. Yeah. Yeah. So when we're saying 13, 14, we're talking a little ways back. Yeah. 40 something years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh times are different. Yeah. And 
you know, I never thought about it, but what you said, I think is absolutely a big factor where you said we, our generation, yeah, um, and slightly before us, we started creating these things where all of a sudden you could do your entertainment was at home. Yeah. By yourself. Mm hmm. Yeah. We didn't want to interact with anybody. <laughs> no, well, no, I did. I'm sure you did. <laughs> yeah. But it's, I think you're right. Though slowly the generation that followed, they didn't have to go out and play as much. And then all of a sudden, the whole societal thing that, you know, the video games and staying at home. And then um, all of a sudden, more babies were being pumped out. Now we need to build more homes. Now there's less land to go play in, play in, mm-hmm. play around. Um, yeah. And then here we are. I think a l- Mom, if you touch me, I'm suing you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, Mom, yeah. That's terrible. I just yeah. remember... Uh, this is going off on another subject, but I remember the only thing that I remember being able to do is either just sit there in my room and just stare at the wall or listen to music. And then, then I think that probably is why we have um, a lot of musicians from that era and before, because you just sat in your room, you listen to music and then you said, Hey, I want to play that. And that's all you can do. You didn't have, Video games, you didn't have, you know, other things to keep you busy. Podcasts, yeah. the internet. So you just picked up a guitar and you just said, okay, this is, I guess, what I'm going to do. <laughs> well, we did have Pong. <laughs> oh, yeah. We were much older then. <laughs> yeah. I was and that anyway. was still just really boring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you had to do that on your, and usually, well, I don't know about you, but usually that was, uh, the only TV in the house was out in the living room. So either they were watching TV or you were playing pong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's when you got to interact with your parents. Yeah. Do you want to play pong with me, dad? <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> no son. <laughs> yeah. But, um, I, like I said, I never thought about it. How you're saying that technology probably for the, for the good of humanity, technology <laughs> really made it worse in a way. <laughs> yeah, that's and true. It, I mean, I don't know how, how good. I mean, technology is also um, it's great, obviously. But um, so, yeah, that reminds me like the Unabomber. He uh, said technology is going to be the death of us. And it's kind of it's kind of going that way. I mean, obviously, back then it wasn't as big as it was now but um yeah it's um so what were we talking about those entitled kids <laughs> yeah hey al entitlement sure seemed like it was a re- really great subject and topic <laughs> it did <laughs> ted kaczynski was that his name yeah ted kaczynski <laughs> yeah. so how about that unabomber guy ted kaczynski <laughs> <laughs> was he entitled no, I don't think he had that entitlement <laughs> issue. No, he didn't. No. But, you know, you know, with that entitlement that we're talking about, I think part of it, um, when we were just offline talking about it earlier during the week, um, wasn't it something there was, I can't remember if it was an accident or something, but um, I think I may have said something to the effect of, it's going to be scary, you know, 10 or 20 years from now when we're, flying on an airplane or traveling around someplace and we got these kids um 
that are lazy and that are entitled. And I just remembered why it came about. I'm right. yeah, I do. I think I, I told you I was ordering a pizza. <laughs> yes. And the damn kid didn't know anything <laughs> about their and store. I, yeah, and I, I, I know some people may take offense to that, but I thought it was really comical. So I had that issue where I called into this one pizza chain, and then you know, it, it's just like, hey, I'm trying this online promotion because it says you have to do it online and it's not working he goes oh yeah you have to do it online i said yeah i'm online trying it he goes well um you can't do that store you have to do it online i know i'm online oh well, i can't help you then click it hangs up so i call the same chain as simply sells and it is the same thing it's like oh it doesn't work can i help you <laughs> uh well no never mind so I went to another chain, and I drove in this time. And I went in, I looked at the menu reader board for the promo, and I'm asking, well, can I do this? Can I have this pizza? Um, what will happen if I do a half-half, or is there extra charge? No, no. And then for, for, for the heck of it, I thought, you know, I'm going to ask something. I said, so would it be better if I got a large um Three topping pizza than what I'm ordering now. Uh, I don't know. Let me figure this out. And I'm looking at the reader board. And it says three topping large, fifteen ninety nine. And what I had ordered um, was eighteen dollars and something for a medium. <laughs> it was on the reader board right behind her, and she still didn't know. She's trying to figure it out. She called her manager, and the manager came and he said. Fifteen ninety nine. <laughs> it's like, uh-huh. and it's happened to me more than that at a pizza place. It happened to me at a sub sandwich place. <laughs> yeah. We're going to take a little break here for about 45 seconds for a little announcement. Then we'll be right back into it to talk a little bit about the service industry and what it means to be in the service industry. That'll lead us back into the entitlement bit. All right. So we'll be right back. Yeah, um, but the, yeah, and I agree. I mean, if you're going to be in the service field, you better you should service people. I mean, you can I mean, it shouldn't be the service field is a catch-all. Um which it seems like for some reason people believe that oh, I'll just go work in the service industry. No, if you're going to go work in the service industry, you need to be good at it <laughs> if you want to stay there. I mean, it, it is a service position. You can't just I've walked up to point, even last night, I walk up to the counter, the person said, can I help you? And didn't even look me in the eye or look at me. So, uh, and then I go, and I said, do you have this? And they go, nope. And I go, you don't? No. It's like, <laughs> I, I, at that point, I mean, obviously I should have just walked out or said, okay, fine then. I mean, it wouldn't have bothered her because uh, she didn't care. But that's yeah. what I mean. It's just, uh, it's just an odd Odd thing. What and age bracket would you have put that person in? Thirties. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay, so that that would be like um, our children ish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so we, in other words, we were the last generation. The great last. We'll say the forty, generation. the forty and above the, were the last of the the responsible. <laughs> yep. Somewhat responsible. Yeah. Um. You're right. I mean, you take on a service position, 
is we're not I'm not asking you to do anything out of the ordinary. You know, it's just like if there's a promotion, know your promotion, especially if it's right behind you. <laughs> yeah. If somebody asks, well, I'm having an issue with this and it's an online thing. So if I if if I was myself thinking how I worked back in the day for service industry, you know, mm-hmm. pizza parlor, somebody call in and said, hey, I've got this coupon. It's not working. It's an online thing. Can you help me? I would say, what does it say? And then I would say to the manager, hey, this guy's having a problem with the online order. Can we just go ahead and give it to him? Because we know that it's supposed to be (laughs) because it's it's a corporate promotion. But Mm -hmm. it's the app is not working. So, you know, I'm going to say, yeah, let me see what I can do for you. Not. Nope. Can't help you. Hang up. What? (laughs) Yeah. And even if the promotion was expired, does it really hurt to still sell something at a lower cost or sell something or not sell something at all? Yeah. I mean, that's a tough one. I mean, I, I guess if it was just like the day it expired the day prior, you right. know, ask a manager, hey, this right. guy's going to buy a $30 pizza. If he doesn't, if if we don't give it to him, he's going to bounce and go to the next place. Right. Yeah, go ahead and do it. Well, well what made it, I mean, obviously there's a whole bunch of circumstances, but just I mean, if we're talking about pizza, if we say Friday night the pizzas are twelve ninety nine, but Thursday they're fifteen dollars, just because it's Thursday and someone wants it at twelve ninety nine, what is the difference at that point? That's a tough one though, because then you're going, All right, so why don't I get it on a Wednesday too? Yeah, but that, that yeah, but you if someone comes in and say I, I would like a pizza, but I can't get it on Thursday. You know, there's certain circumstances where you go, you know what? We'll do it. And then they'll always come back to you. Yeah, that's true. You know what? If there wasn't a line a mile long, and if a guy came in and said that, I'd probably do this. Yeah, no problem. Just <laughs> <laughs> do it. Or, and or tell the boss, hey. Or I would, I would come out and say, if I do this, you're coming back again next week, right? Full right. price. Yeah. Just to throw it out. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it doesn't hurt anybody. Did you get a lot of free stuff back in the day? No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's the difference? Yeah. <laughs> is it cheaper today to make than it was yesterday? That's right. <laughs> My labor today is more expensive than it is tomorrow. <laughs> Just because it's Friday. <laughs> um, yeah, it's... I had honestly been thinking about this for a while, but my 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 fear is that the kids who are in their teens and twenties, you know, up to mid twenties right now, if they are going to be our engineers in the future, and then we have our some of our lazy, um, good for nothing, good for nothing kids who are teachers, and this is nothing against teachers in general, <laughs> but. You know, sometimes, even back in the day, I've had friends that passed, you know, school, and you're like, how did you pass? <laughs> well, the teacher just passed them. Yeah. So what happens if there's that situation where a, a, a child gets passed from one grade to the next to the next, and then they go to a trade school, university, and then they pass them, and then they go work for a big uh, aerospace company or something like that, or just a air, airline manufacturing, and they're like, oh, Man, it takes like 45 extra minutes to put all those rivets in. 
Riverton. I'm gonna just do like but, every other uh, one. Uh, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Or some I, uh, that I mean that's taking it to an extent. That almost sounds like our generation. <laughs> it seems like uh, it, here's the reason I say that because it, it to me for some reason it does seem like if I'm comparing it seems like teachers nowadays I think students get a better education nowadays than we used to get back when I was going to school I think there's more attention paid to education so with that said I think kids are better equipped to do a specific job like if they're trained to go out and put rivets in an airplane, they'll do it. But what I don't think is that if something comes up where they have to think and uh, figure out a solution for something, that's where I think our generation uh, uh, shines more than this generation. I, For some reason, I don't think the solutions come uh I don't think people think out of the box nowadays. I think they're just stuck in an education. If something comes up, they don't deal with it. They put it aside and say, okay, that's not my job. Someone else do that. Uh, you know, you're, yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, we knew how to solve problems. Yeah. Um, kids now need to have the answer given to them. Mm -hmm. And like I said, most part for the most – Maybe I'm not giving the kids enough credit on certain things as far as the entitlement part goes and all that, but now I'm I'm understanding it a little bit different and looking at it a little different just hearing you talk about it. Yes, you're right. Uh, so I would change my stance on certain things where if you're given if you're given a a good kid or just a kid a task to do now and say this has to be done and you need to put five nails in and they have to do this and that more than likely they'll put the five nails in and then they'll stop. Uh, whereas with our generation, you know, you got to get it done. Yeah. Or if we tell them, it's, you know, you got to place five nails, it got to be uh, um, two inches apart type of situation. And they're nailing, nailing, nailing. And the board's 14 inches. More than likely we'll go, oh shit, it needs actually another nail. I'm going <laughs> to put it in. Yeah. Uh, whereas the kid today, count to five and stop either that or else they'll go i'm confused he said every two inches <laughs> but there's there's like four inches left over what do i do oh um yeah it's so that brings me to that point where all those rivets <laughs> <laughs> exactly that's true yeah well they'll uh, stop at their task if i mean if they're told this what needs to happen and then the um you know in the manufacturing they made this specific part and this specific part fits on this this other part and everything fits together everything's fine but um yeah if you uh are uh putting those rivets in and it doesn't fit i think that's when you start having the problem it just seems like it to me just because of i mean i don't know how many kids when you were growing up were working on their cars and, and doing all their stuff and they were just figuring it out themselves. I don't, I don't remember dads being out there with their kids, helping them fig you know, work on their cards. I mean, there might've been some just because they were interested in what their son was doing and vice versa. But, um, you don't see that anymore. You don't see kids out working on their cars anymore. And I don't work on the cars cause cars are harder to work on nowadays. Yeah, <laughs> that and might be don't... part of the problem. Yeah, yeah, I think that is like uh, <laughs> you got to be a computer genius too. Yeah. Yeah. Or 
if you bought a Tesla, don't you dare touch it. <laughs> yeah, you know, start taking screws out. <laughs> screws, I thought those are all riveted together. <laughs> yeah, <no? laughs> exactly. Uh, but, um, yeah, I like I said, I never thought about it the way that you, that you brought it up. And uh, I think it makes me think a little bit more about our generation. And we, you know what, In, for different terms... We, our generation was the generation of, well, I'm going to stick it to the man. Mm-hmm. He's screwing me. I'm going to stick it to him. So that, I guess, in a way, too, could say, well, I'm going to shortcut, short change. I'm not going to do what he's telling me to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, Rebel. I yeah. started thinking, and when you're the, the you know, and we put it in a different context, but like kids, you were saying that um, are lazy, um uh, and I agree. I mean, there there are kids out there. I'm not saying anything, but the kids out there are lazy. Now, I th- I think uh, in our generation or the generation before us, we could s- say that similarly with the the hippie movement is kind of their parents were saying our kids just want to hang out <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah. listen the music. So I mean, it kind of is just a gif. It, we just idolize that. We put it in a box and say those are hippies. That was cool. And nowadays we're just saying kids are lazy. But I think later on we'll say, oh hey, we'll probably compartmentalize that and say, oh remember that generation when they didn't do anything. <laughs> okay, you're you're getting me really to rethink all this stuff. <laughs> I, I I guess I can't say that it's just kids now. Um. The only thing I can say about all that is it is it's the parents now who say <laughs> my kid is my friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. No, and I think it, it, it may be just age. Like I'm me getting older is realizing that, uh, yeah, what are, what are kids doing now? But when I was um, a kid, um, my parents were probably saying the same thing. What are the kids doing now? Why are they just hanging out in their room? What's that beeping sound? coming from the tv what are they doing (laughs) wasn't there wasn't there a song by the beach boys in my room yeah i don't know i don't know the rest of the words (laughs) nope yeah i don't know it's just uh it just uh is a whole different a whole different thing but kids i do think that parents are more involved i don't know maybe it was my parents weren't too involved in my education or, or my life uh, other than being um, being uh, uh, ruling it um, <laughs> giving me rules mm-hmm. and all that um, but um, uh, I think I think parents either it's our generation or I think it might even be the generation after us are more involved in their kids and uh, w- want their kids to grow up uh, with um, opportunities but um, I don't know. I just think too many people are having kids for one thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, what you're go- what you're going on, I think, is the start of that problem where we initially talking about the entitlement. They're more parents are more involved, and therefore now they're saying, "Do you want to go do something with me?" And then they refer to their child as, "Well, my child is my friend. Mm-hmm. Don't you dare talk to my child like that." It, I mean, that's what our parents would say too to people who would maybe. Uh, talk bad about our kids but I think it's like I said it, it's with our our kids generation where they started being more involved with their children 
but that more involvement, I think somehow they're they're at that intersection, they merged. And instead mm -hmm. of um, still being a parent, their involvement meant they became friends. And who knows, maybe we could go take it a step further and say that with our generation and then the generation that followed, divorce was a lot more common. And there was a lot of these lonely people who had kids. So now they're more involved with their kids and their kids became their friend mm -hmm. because the parents were lonely. Right. And then the I'm parents are buying out. everything for the kids. So then it's like, uh, yeah, it's almost like a crutch where the kid uh, believes that the parents can stand up for him. You know, if someone talks up to him, the parents going to stand up for him. They don't have to stand up for themselves. I don't know. It's a whole, whole, whole bunch of bad things happen. Yeah, it's well, like it's. Um, I it's. They, it's just not a good idea to be your child's <laughs> friend. <laughs> There's no no two ways about that. And I, I like I said, I think at some point that, like you said, the parents are becoming more involved. But at some some point, that intersection they merged together and they became um, the parents started to feel like they were friends. And we're going to do things together. We're going to hang out wow. together. We're going to yeah. hang out. Yep. Hey. Um, my son is coming with us. Mm -hmm. My daughter's coming with us. We're going to the bar. Oh, well, that's okay. Kids could be in there till eight, <laughs> whatever it is now. But I, I'm just saying that. But all of a sudden, because I know friends, this surprised me, but in a way it didn't, that are my age. Uh, I had invited them over before, and they're like, well, can my kids come? It's an adult thing. <laughs> right. Oh, well, we don't want to leave them alone. They're 15 years old. <laughs> yeah. Do you not trust them? Oh no, we trust them. But yeah. well, then the kid starts feeling, um, "Why are you leaving me alone? I'm only 15 years old." <laughs> and you're going, mm -hmm. "What the heck? <laughs> when did that change?" <laughs> They're like puppies. <laughs> Can I come with you? Yeah. No. Did I? I never said that to my parents. Can I go with you? No. And if we had to go to the commissary, you know, the military exchange, the PX or whatever it's called. I was sitting in that hot car for three hours while they're grocery shopping because we weren't allowed to go in with them because yeah. we were too much of a trouble. Well, and then the other no. side of that, it was if your parents say, hey, you're coming with me, let's go. And you said, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's no, no. <laughs> it's no, no. What'd you say to me? <laughs> yep. <laughs> back, back, back. <laughs> oh, my dog just freaked out. <laughs> huh. Yeah, there's no, yeah, there's a little bit more. Well, yeah, when you start, um, becoming more involved in your kids and your kids are you're in your face your kids face more um there might be this um uh opinion that they could uh negotiate with you and talk back to you and say oh since we're talking these things out i'll also voice my opinion that um i have a say in what i do in your house <laughs> mm -hmm. you're right that's that other thing no you're going to do it. No, I'll do it if. And then the parent says, okay. Or yeah. a lot of them, I think, say, well. We can go out if you do this. Yeah. Yeah. You can stay in my house if you do this. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's what yeah. it should be. Yeah. No. Okay. yeah. Here's the here's your choice. You stay in my the house street? if you do that. <laughs> Maybe that's but, the problem. Maybe that's why the streets are full. 
I the only choices I was really given is if if you want to go out and play, you will do this. So your choice is you're yeah. either gonna do it or you're gonna you know, your punishment is you're not going out with your you're friends. You're not gonna do what you want. Yeah. Yeah, they 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 gave me the choice of the uh, the the option. It wasn't the child. I didn't say yeah. to them, I'll do this if. Mm-hmm. It's like, no. no <laughs> yeah. It didn't happen that way. Yeah. Oh, life as a child now. It's got to be it's got to be tough being a parent and being even oh, being yeah. a kid now. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I honestly it's, I know there are kids that still ride bicycles and all that kind of stuff, but not like when you and I were growing up, you know. Um, I think bicycle to me, um, bicycle is more about transportation now. It mm-hmm. seems like bicycles for us, but I never looked at it as transportation. It a, per se. Yeah, it was a step. <laughs> it, it it was I was going out to have fun on my bike. Yeah, right. I'm gonna pop some wheelies. I'm gonna go over some jumps. Kids still do that, but I think there are far fewer kids that look at a bicycle as uh, a fun activity. Mm-mm. But you also look forward to it. So you go, oh, I'm going to get old enough so I can ride a bicycle, and then I'm going to get old enough to drive a car. Nowadays, it's like kids, uh, they don't need to drive a car. Their parents are take them around. So they don't need to get their license until they're like in their 20s. And it's like, maybe you should start to, you know, <laughs> take your responsibility and get in your own license so you can drive yourself around. Or if you don't, you don't have to drive yourself around, but then start taking the bus or something, but at least be um, self-sufficient so you can go get a job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just, yeah. I don't know. Is that because they have too many choices and options now or uh, I, don't know. I don't know if you, yeah, if you, um, okay. So say, say you're, you're 18 and 19, you have all these options in the house because your parents gave you those options. If your parents took away and you had to pay for your own options, like internet, phone, uh, your cell phone, your your uh, uh, iPad or whatever, you know, online gaming and all that. If you had to actually pay for that, you have to go get money. And I think, I think it's almost like a uh, um, your uh, uh, what's that called when you. Um, Mm. You're, uh, what is that word? You're not compliant. It's your um, like if someone has a drug habit and then you are helping them. Oh, codependent. Codependent. Yeah, it's almost like you're codependent like on um, your parents are just giving you money, so there was no reason for you to go out. But if you um, and you're eating their food. <laughs> so if you actually had to obviously your parents don't want to just drop you like that but um i mean back then it just seemed like okay you're 18 get ready to move out now it doesn't seem like that's an option yeah yeah i guess that's true i mean i guess we could say that uh maybe partial to do with economics um all kinds of stuff but um i don't know i think if you uh Yes, it does seem like things are more expensive now. I think it's just the well, and I don't, I don't know economics that much, but uh, that uh, if you take if something was a dollar um, uh, back then and now it's two dollars, but you make 
twice as much. Yes, it sounds like it's more, but you also make more. So it's almost like a, a given. Yes, things are out of reach, but it's not like when I moved out, I could buy a house right away. And there are kids that move out and buy houses right away. So I don't yeah. know. I mean, it's comparable, I think. I don't think it's really that far-fetched where um, if a kid actually started working when they were, you know, 15, 16, which I don't see kids working when they're 15, 16 now. If they actually were working, they could start affording things a little bit more earlier and they could start saving things, saving up. They could start moving into an apartment. But nowadays they wait till they can move out and then they go, well, how am I going to afford this apartment? Well, yeah. How are you going to afford this apartment? Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, with that being said, I know that there are situations where um, it was easier for you and I to get jobs back then. Uh, the reason I say that is I knew of an 18-year-old, uh, sorry, they were 17, and they were trying to get a job. Uh, granted, they were looking for certain jobs at that age, uh, but most of the places that they went, and even car lots, said, no, you have to be at least 18. And it, it came right down to insurance. We can't insure you to be on the property. And we're, like you said, you and I, you know, we're out there I lied about my age and started working when I was 15. And even prior to that, I literally, I walked up and down the street. Hey, can I do something to make money? I went to stores, businesses, and uh, local music store in Linwood. I was 15 years old, and they said, we got to do inventory. Can you count? I'm like, yeah. So three days of hell counting sheet music and you know guitar mm. picks and everything. But I... I just went around asking because I, I wanted to buy a skateboard. Right. Yeah. You go and or mow the lawns. Yeah. 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 I don't know about nowadays mowing lawns. I'd be kind of freaky kids walking around. <laughs> I, I guess it's your neighborhood, so I guess it would be all right. But yeah. Well, I, I'd be afraid a kid wouldn't even know how to use a lawnmower and they chop their foot <laughs> off of my property and yeah, then they'd sue weird. me or something. Yeah, speaking of that, I don't think I go just going up and down the. I don't think when was the last time you saw a kid mowing the lawn? I, yeah, <laughs> I even, yeah, I've I, never I, thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. You're right. I, I have not seen in I don't know how many years a kid mowing the lawn. No, uh, usually the why? dads out there. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Maybe they don't want their kid mowing the lawn. <laughs> Hey, don't ruin that lawn. It, that could be it too. Yeah. Um, or, you know, I know a lot of a uh, lot of homes, people, they just pay somebody to do it. Yeah, that's true. But that's the other thing too is these kids could start that little business. Mm -hmm. like I said, um, there are a lot of communities, home, housing communities. Heck, you know, my my mom was paying I think eighty dollars. Promo for the front and back. Mm, wow, <laughs> too much though. I said, "Mom, I'll do it." So I end up driving, you know, for ninety-five miles. Yeah, yeah, for nothing, and then uh, driving a long, a long ways to do it. But no, it's uh, kids could go out there; they could find a way to make money if if they really wanted. Right? No, I agree with you. Yeah, it I, it it just seems like no one's interested anymore about. Um, putting back into society. I mean, you, yeah. you, you need to work 
everybody's taking from there's a lot of people and this is a whole nother subject but there's a lot of people take, taking from society and not putting back into it and the people that uh um do put into it i think uh may get um i don't know it just it just seems like there's just more people taking from it Thank you from the bottom of my heart, really, for sticking around and listening to the entire podcast. If you can do me a favor, again, please rate this and please be kind and give a five star. Pass this around to your friends, families, everybody. We would like to really make this channel grow as much as possible. Also, you know, there's a few things that we touched on. Um, technology and the effect that it has on not just our kids but society. So that might be another topic of discussion uh, coming up in the near future. So once again, this is Chuck Tuck, your host with Open Mic with Chuck Tuck. And my guest and host co-host today was Al Land. Until next time, thanks a lot and keep your head up and put a smile on your face.